Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 86, the first steps to take to start your own online business. So at the time that I'm recording this episode, we're in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. And so I wanted to really support our listeners with understanding how it's so possible for you to move forward with your own online business during this time. And I've been reading a lot from some of my mentors, uh, current and former, and just hearing a little bit more about how other people are handling everything that's going on and the way in which they're looking at it. And a lot of people are comparing this to 2008, obviously, when we first moved forward into that recession, the most recent recession. And one person in particular really caught my attention. His name is Brendan Burchard. He's someone who I've worked with previously, and he's the world's leading high performance coach. He's an incredible New York Times bestselling author. He's worked with Oprah. He's a world renowned uh, marketer. And he was talking about the fact that right now it feels as if it did in 2008. And he realized very quickly during that time that he had to get really good at online marketing and that he had a big opportunity to be a leader in the world and to be able to use the internet to spread his message and to change lives. And I really feel very passionately that now more than ever, we have that same opportunity. And I know a lot of people are going into fear around what's next for them. I know people have already lost jobs. I know people have experienced pay cuts. But regardless of what camp you fall in, I want you to know that if it's on your heart to create your own online business, now is the perfect time to start. And so this episode is going to walk you through some of those things that are really important for you to consider right now so that you can set yourself up for success. Because we all know that this chapter is going to, it's going to end at some point. We're not always going to be in this place. And I want you to be prepared for the next chapter when it comes, which I hope it comes quickly. But I want you to be really prepared and set up to be able to make money online specifically and to have your own company and to never have to experience this again. Because the truth is, is when you're able to make money for yourself and you know how to do it and you know how to build a business, you have so much power because you know that even if that business were to fail or even if something like this were to happen again, even if there were a recession you would have the tools and the mindset and the capabilities and the network to get another company off the ground. And that's why for me, I've been so calm during this time. I've been in a really great place. In fact, I've been happier than ever before. And that really has nothing to do with the pandemic. It has to do with the fact that I've done a lot of work on my own mindset And I've done a lot of work in our company to really make sure that it thrives. And even if it didn't, I would know how to rebuild I Heart My Life. I'd probably rebuild it quicker and faster and, and um, you know, do it better <laughs> the second time around anyway. I'd have the network around me supporting me, cheering me on, and again, helping me get this thing back off the ground. And so I don't go into fear around losing my company or things not working out because I have done so much work on myself and I've already been through so many challenges that I really feel like nothing, even this, can rattle me. And so that's really what I want for you. So today I'm going to walk you through some um, initial steps that you're going to take to be able to understand how to actually start to think about running your own business, how to decide who you work with, what you sell, how you approach them, how you sell to them, um, what sort of marketing techniques you put in place, all of that. So let's go ahead and dive in. 
So the first step that I really want to support you with getting clear on is who you are working with. Now, right now, I work with mainly service-based business owners. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that work. But if you are going to be selling a product, please just adjust everything I'm sharing today so that it fits your needs and supports you in moving forward with that actual physical product. So for me, in the very beginning of building I Heart My Life, I knew that I was my ideal client. I was my own ideal client because I had actually been through the struggles of my ideal client. And I was kind of my own inspiration. I knew that I had been through a quarter life crisis. I had experienced a lot of pain, a lot of challenges. I'd always known I was meant for something big, but it just hadn't happened yet. And I was really, really desperate for the clarity um, in terms of what I was meant to do with my life. And I knew that if I felt that way, there were probably many other women out there who felt the same way. And so I wanted more than anything to be able to help them. Now, I want you to really understand that not everyone is their own ideal client. So if you are not, that's totally okay. But I want you to really think about who that person is, because the first steps of you moving forward with your own online business are identifying three things, the who, the how, and the what. So we're starting with who your ideal client actually is. Now, the trap that most people fall in here is wanting to serve every single person in the world. (laughs) And I know that you have a service-based heart. I know that you, you are ready to make a huge impact. But I also want you to think about this from a marketing perspective. If we have every ideal client under the sun, or even if we're targeting two or three people, that becomes a bit of a marketing nightmare. And most people, when they start out, it's just them. They're a solo entrepreneur in their company. They're running their business. They're doing the marketing. They're doing the selling. You're creating the products. You're literally wearing all the hats. And so I highly recommend that you literally choose one person and stick to that person until you get more traction in your business. I don't want you to have to write two different messages when it comes to sending out emails or running Facebook ads or uh, having two different messages on your website. So that's a marketing nightmare. And people will be confused unless they land on your marketing page, on your sales page, on your website and they see themselves in what you have written. So that's our goal here is to choose one ideal client and speak to that person in a very specific way. Because the truth is, is we as humans, we love experts and we love to know uh, what category we can put people into. We love people who are gonna be the cure for that pain that we're experiencing. So if you think about it, if you were to experience something like cancer, you would wanna go to a specialist. You wouldn't want to go to some sort of jack of all trades doctor. And it's the same thing with your ideal client. Okay, so don't be someone who is a health coach and a marketing coach and somebody who does Facebook ads and someone who is also a personal trainer. Like, let's pick one thing for now and decide on that one ideal client and give it our best shot until we start to expand who it is that we work with. And that's the cool thing here. I'm not saying that, you know, you're getting a a tattoo on your face to quote Elizabeth Gilbert from Eat, Pray, Love. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about you choosing one person for this time being. And the way that I like to think about it is if you think about your platform, it's probably right now about the size of a tree stump. So you're standing on it and then your ideal client is also standing on it. So there's literally two people standing on this tree stump. 
Now, as your company grows, you're going to be able to encompass and speak to many more people. And it'll eventually be the size of a stage. And then maybe it'll be the size of a stadium. And so you attract more people in different walks of life. But you're not there yet. And that's okay. And the fastest way for you to create money and wealth and momentum in your new company is for you to choose that one person and stick to one person for now. Okay, so hopefully that's clear. So I want you to really think about who is that one person who you desire to serve? Who is that one person who you know you can help? And remember, you don't need to be light years ahead of this person. I remember making that mistake when I first started I Heart My Life. I knew that I could help those people who they knew they were meant for something big, but they didn't necessarily have the clarity that they needed to take any action. They were also really unhappy in their life. They didn't know how to find happiness and joy. They felt really stuck. They were in fear all of the time. They were lost. So I started to really understand who this person was because I was my ideal client at one point. And then I got even clearer and did some more actual research with this person. So I sent out emails to friends and family members who I knew would be connected to my ideal client, or maybe they even were my ideal client. I remember I emailed different people I'd gone to college with, certain friends who I knew would answer a questionnaire for me. And then I actually did um, phone interviews with people. So one of the best ways and fastest ways that you can get to know your ideal client on an even deeper level is to actually interview them and ask them, what are their biggest pain points right now? Or if they could invest $1,000 to change anything in their life, what would it be? Or what is their biggest challenge right now? Or have they ever worked with a coach or, you know, insert the, the job title that you hold? Have they ever worked with someone like you? If so, what did they pay them? Ask any questions that you know will support you in getting clearer on creating something that your ideal client is actually going to want to buy and really understanding how you're going to market to them. Because you can take all the language that they use and put it on your website and put it in your email funnels and put it on your Facebook ads. Okay, so it's all incredible content for you later on, and it really helps you from the get-go to truly understand and know your ideal client. And remember, as you move forward and you gain more experience, then you'll be able to offer more products, more services to a wider range of people. It was the same thing for me. I had to ask myself, where am I a step or two ahead of my ideal client right now? And I had to move in that direction. And then I became five steps and 10 steps and 100 steps in front of my ideal client. But we have to start where we're at. And I think so often we, especially as women, we think we need another certification. We need we think we need to be, you know, decades ahead of the person that we're helping. But that's actually not true. I came to realize very quickly that when I started my business, I was, you know, even just a few steps ahead. I was still really I was far ahead compared to the person who was just dreaming about starting a business. And to me, they were like, you know, they looked at me and they thought, oh, she did it. How amazing. And I actually had people tell me that because I was only a few steps ahead of them, they loved that and they wanted to work with me because it showed them what was possible. So you need to really start to transform your thinking if you're in the space of, oh, I'm not good enough or I'm not quite there yet. Just remember that you have what it takes when it comes to serving your ideal client. You just need to be that step ahead and then you'll gain momentum and move forward quickly and really um, be even more steps ahead of that person uh, as you as you gain more traction. Okay, so that's the who. 
The next step here is to look at the how. So how are you going to help that person? So I knew, knew for me that I had my own process in terms of transforming my life. And so I really drew on my own experiences and all of the challenges I faced and how I actually was able to move through those in order to create the programs in my company. Now, one of the best questions that someone asked me very early on at I Heart My Life was, what is the fastest, easiest, and most, most joyful way to bring in the money? And I want you to ask yourself that today. So if you're thinking about potentially offering some sort of membership or some sort of small course or even tripwire that's going to be like $19, I want you to ask yourself, is that really going to get you the traction that you need in your company? Is that really going to allow you to replace your nine to five, nine to six, nine to eight job quickly? Probably not, because most likely if you're just starting out, you don't have a very big audience. And so my desire for you is to answer this question that I just posed here today. What is the fastest, easiest, and most joyful way to create the money, to create the revenue, to move this company forward? And most likely, if you're anything like me, it was thinking about what is the highest priced item that I could sell in order to get that traction in my company. And since I was starting out as a coach, it was one-on-one coaching. And so I created a package based on what had worked for me, and I started to put it out there. Now, we're not going to go into the whole story of my 54 no's in a row and how no one bought at first, because that doesn't really pertain to this. What I want you to understand is that there is something that you have to offer, and that's what we need to figure out. And we also want to figure out how much can you charge for this service or for this product so that your company does continue to move forward. Because if you're just selling $19 programs or $49 courses or whatever it is, or even $500 courses, and you have a list of 10 people or you have 100 followers on social media and things are you know quite small at the moment in terms of numbers, then you're not gonna reach your financial goals. And it's gonna be like climbing this uphill battle because you will be putting out content, you will be putting out these offers, you will be working to sell them, you will be marketing them. But it will be kind of like, you know, it just won't be enough. The The amount of money that you need to bring in is something that you need to be really clear about. So for most people, when they're starting online, their dream is to be able to replace their nine to five income. So what is that amount of money that would allow you to leave your day job? would allow you to do this full time, would allow you to move full speed ahead. Really get clear on what that number is, because oftentimes that kind of shakes us up a little bit and gets us to step into reality around how much money we actually need to make. Because again, most people fall into this trap of, oh, I just want to serve the world or I just want to help everyone. I just want to help people. And this is where money mindset comes in. Okay, so if you're having any of that come up, definitely go and listen to some of my money mindset episodes. But I want you to really get clear on your numbers. How much money do you need to make in order to consistently do this work in order for your business to survive? Because you're running a business, not a charity shop. So we want to get clear around what is that amount of money and how are we going to make that amount of money, okay? Remember, you can pick up your pace later on. You can offer more um, of a range of programs. But I personally did not start off offering things like $49 memberships or $19 tripwires. I started off with one-on-one coaching. Now, granted, my one-on-one coaching, which now is six figures, was not six figures. It was $1,500 for 90 days. Okay, but at the time, that's where I was at vibrationally. 
And what I mean by that is you also want to think about what are you confident selling right now? And if it's only $49 products, then number one, we need to do some money mindset work. But number two, I want you to really rethink that and think about whether that's going to support your company and help it grow as fast as I know you want it to grow. So for me, I started off with that one-on-one work and then it morphed into um, live group coaching And then I did some VIP days, which were also private coaching. And only after I'd built my email list up to about a thousand people, did I offer smaller courses and products. I think it was actually even later than that. It must've been a couple thousand people. Okay. So I want you to really think about the reality of your company right now and the situation you're in. And that will dictate how much you sell and what you sell at this time. Then I want you, as you're developing what it is that you're selling, to think about the end results. So what are the end results going to be for this client who you desperately want to help? So for me, I started off doing more life coaching, like I said, and I really used myself and my own experience to dictate the content of the programs that I sold. Now, one-on-one is a really beautiful thing if you are a coach and consultant because you don't necessarily have to be giving people deliverables. You don't have to necessarily give them, you know, modules or workbooks or things that you had to create. It can be more organic. It can be tailored to them. But I want you really to think about your own methodology and what is the thing that sets your work apart from somebody else's? What is the reason that your clients are going to want to buy from you? And really look at the marketing, um, the market research that you've done with your ideal clients and think about the results that they're craving. What are those things that are the big pain points for them right now that they would pay anything to solve or get rid of? And those are the results you want to focus on. And then, like I always do with all of our programs, I back into those results and I ask myself, okay, so if my clients want to know how to leave their nine to five job, or if they want to know how to get to 50K months or 100K months, what do I need to teach them in order to support them in getting those results? And that dictates the content that we put in our programs, in our masterminds, in our courses, in our membership, at our live events, all of the above. And I'm just using one example here, as you can probably gather, as my company grew, it morphed from being life coaching to more business coaching and what I like to call success coaching at this point. And so I hope that, again, really assures you of what's possible for your own company, because this is only one chapter in your company and yours will grow and you will be able to encompass more and more types of clients. You will have more offerings. You will move from service base to product if you desire. Anything is possible. We just need to get started. And so that's where I want you to ask yourself, what is the fastest, easiest, and most joyful path to the success that you are craving? Okay. Then I had to ask myself, okay, so in terms of business business logistics, how am I getting this thing off the ground? At the time when I started my company, I didn't know anything about Squarespace or ShowIt or Wix. I thought that I needed my husband, James, to build this elaborate website for us on something that was called Adobe Muse, and it was not user friendly, so I would not advise it. Now I want you to really think about, you know, how are you getting this off the ground? Are you going to fund it yourself? I also needed James to lend me his credit card so I could invest in a program that I was a part of. So all these things are really important. So how much capital do you have to invest in your company? And we are seriously at an exciting point in time where you only need to pay, I don't know, $20 a month to have a hey, um, subscription to something like ShowIt or Squarespace. 
You only need to pay 100 or 300 or if that dollars to have a template, to get a template for one of those platforms. And then you literally go in and you customize it. And that's your business up and running. Now, of course, there are a few other things. You want to make sure you're registering your business. You want to set up a bank account. But for the sake of this episode here today, I want you to understand how blessed we are and how lucky we are. I remember when I went to Brendan Burchard's High Performance uh, Academy a few years ago, he was standing on the stage basically urging all of us to take action and to stop complaining. And he talked about the fact that we as a human race, we went to the moon. And so for people to stand there and tell him, oh, building a website's hard or starting a business is hard. He he'd had it at that point because as he screamed from the stage, we went to the moon. And there's no excuse that you could tell him that would make him feel sorry for you or let you know, let him know that you couldn't do it because it's all right there for the taking. So I want you to ask yourself, how much money do you have right now to put towards this company? Now, my answer to that question was nothing. So I was in a nine to five job for a bit for a few months. And as my company took off, I was quickly able to leave that job, which was great. But one of the things that I really encourage you to think about is, is your current um, role, your current job, is that going to fund this business? And if so, that's a really beautiful thing. I know a lot of people were all about leaving that nine to five, wanting to get out as soon as possible, but really think about what you could do with extra funding or capital in your company, whether that's a business loan, whether it's a loan from a parent or friend or spouse, or whether it's you staying in your job for a little bit longer. Of course, that will take a lot of extra energy, but will the the additional funds help your business move forward quicker? So I want you to be really clear about that and really go into this eyes wide open, knowing your numbers. Then I want you to think about how, what sort of support you need in terms of getting this thing off the ground. Now, the mistake I see so many people making is trying to do this themselves. Yes, you can set up your website. Yes, you can get a template and and get that launched. And that's awesome. But there are a lot of moving pieces when it comes to marketing, selling, creating your program, creating that thing that you're putting out into the world. And in my opinion, you should never do it yourself. And of course, you're going to be behind the scenes. Of course, you're going to be setting things up. Of course, you're going to be working hard. But in terms of guidance and understanding the step-by-step process that it takes to really build a business, get support. Do not guess at that. Otherwise, it's going to take you far too long. It's going to be, I mean, at least double, if not triple, if not five times the amount of time that it would have taken had you just asked for support and invested in getting the support that you need. So as I'm going forward with all these steps, I want you to really ask yourself and be honest, do I know how to do that? Or is this something that I'm going to invest in getting support in? Because if you think about it, before you got your job, I'd imagine you had some sort of education Maybe that was university. Maybe that was college. Maybe it was high school. Whatever it was, you had some sort of education where people taught you how to be successful at the thing that you were doing. And it's the same thing with online business. And again, I know that we have so many tools at our disposal. I know that things are very easy at this point in time in terms of setting things up. But if you're going to go to that next level, if you're going to really do this, get the help that you need, just like you would if you were going back and going to school. Okay, it's no different. So be honest with yourself about where you need support. 
So as you move forward into launching the brand, ask yourself, what is the name of this company? How am I going to launch this? What website am I going to host it on? How am I going to take payments? How am I going to, um, what's going to happen when people sign up with me? Are they going to get an email sequence? So really again, play the whole tape through. That's the way I like to think about all of this. You are, you are a consumer in some sense of the imagination and some sense of the word word. You are here today listening to this. You are consuming this podcast. What sort of user experience do you like? What do you like to happen when you opt in for some sort of freebie or you put your name and your email in for a masterclass? Like what is the experience that you like to go through? What about when you sign up to work with somebody or when you buy a product? Really start to pay attention to what you want your customers to experience and just take some notes, like literally have a running document of all the ideas that come to mind in terms of customer experience. And think about the processes that you need to have in place in order to attract those clients. So I know a lot of people, they launch websites and then there's no way for people to get in touch. They haven't set up an email company email. They haven't um, put in place any sort of shopping cart for them to be able to take payments. They don't have contracts set up. They don't have professional photos on their website. And so when the client lands there, they're not exactly being wowed. (laughs) So all of these things really just look at your own user experience and ask yourself what you need to put in place. And again, this is where you are really honest with yourself and you say, do I need support in this or do I actually know how to do it? So one of the things that you have to think about is what is the company name? For me, I knew I wanted to help women fall in love with themselves and their lives. And so I Heart My Life came to mind. And it wasn't actually that big of a struggle uh, to figure out the name. It just came to me. I know a lot of people do spend a lot of time trying to figure out their name. My advice to you is if you don't have a brand name in mind at this point in time, just use your own name. Keep it really simple. Don't overcomplicate any of this. And by the way, that's also something that can change. You're not getting your brand name tattooed on your face. So just start where you're at and then build from there. And then again, how do you want to launch? What website platform? Do you have your Facebook set up? Do you have your Instagram account set up? What does it look like to actually launch? I know for me, James and I built this holding page on our website when we were first starting out. And then as soon as the website was really ready, we launched it. We told all of our friends and family. We shared on social media. About two months later, I had redone the website as well. I wanted to launch it again. I had gotten some professional photos. And so we gave it, we moved it actually from Adobe Muse to Squarespace and used um, a template. And then later on, I had an actual designer come in and customize it, and so on and so forth. So you start where you're at. But I want you to think about how you are going to be launching it. And what is the process going to be? How are you going to work on the website? Are you going to work on the website? Are you going to hire someone to do it for you? All these things are really important. And you might hear people saying, well, you know, the website doesn't matter. It's all about social media. But the truth is, is there's a lot of noise online and you need a beautiful brand to stand out. And there's no excuse not to have a beautiful brand because of all the templates, because of all the options, because of all the amazing designers out there who are willing to help. We actually have a service in our company where we help our clients uh, really map out their brand and get clear on the, who the brand, what the brand actually is, what it looks like. 
then we actually support you in finding the contractors you need to launch your brand. We help you with figuring out what template to use, what colors, what fonts, all of that. Okay, so there's really no excuse for you not to move forward and get clear on what the brand looks like and then obviously set yourself up for success to truly launch it. And and I wanna really preface this with saying that if you're just starting out, don't expect the floodgates to open and there to be hundreds of clients on the day of launch, the launch. <laughs> In fact, I would expect that, you know, your friends and your family will be supportive. Um, but beyond that, I-, I would say manage your expectations because I know when I first started, I had about 15 friends and family on my email list and that was it. And I wanted so badly for everyone to see this website. I wanted so badly for everyone to be purchasing what it was that I was putting out into the world. I wanted all of that recognition and praise. And I totally understand if you do too, but just manage your expectations. And again, know you're standing on that tree stump. Only a certain amount of people can see what it is that you're offering at this point in time, but that will increase. So from there, you have the website up, you have the brand launched. Now you might be asking yourself, okay, well, how do people find me? Emily just told me to manage my expectations. So what am I going to do next? Now, this is part of a bigger conversation. So I want you to just brainstorm for now. And again, really think about yourself as the consumer. I know for me, because I was my ideal client, it was very helpful to think about the types of people I followed, the programs that I signed up for, what it was that I was looking for in an offering. And so I had to ask myself, okay, so what is it I'm going to sell and how am I going to get it out there? And I know for me, one of the easiest things that I thought I could do from the get-go was start to build my email list and send out regular emails to be able to connect with that ideal client. Now, for you, it might be the same. You might start building your email list or you might be posting on social media. You might be doing Facebook Lives, sharing inspirational content. Maybe you're going to host a webinar. Maybe you're going to host a teleclass. Regardless, maybe you're going to get in front of of, um, some of your colleagues who have incredible programs and you can come in as a guest expert. So there's a million different things you could do. But right now, I just want you to brainstorm in terms of your own marketing methodology. And this is where you might think, oh my goodness, I have absolutely no idea. I've never done online marketing. And this and this is exactly what I'm talking about. Your next step should be, okay, so I need to work with someone to teach me how to market online. This is not supposed to be, let's just guess or let's just throw spaghetti against the wall and hope something sticks. You're running a business here. And so this is not a guessing game. This is not the Powerball lottery, as we like to say at I Heart My Life. So really get clear around where those growth edges are or where those question marks are for you. And that's when you reach out and you get the support that you need. Now, we do this all the time at I Heart My Life. We help people launch businesses every single day. Okay, so you don't have to go very far. We can help you. And I'll tell you how in just a bit. So I want you to get clear around what is your method of marketing going to be? How are you actually going to sell your service? And again, where is that growth edge? Where do you need support? And then ask yourself, how do you feel about sales? What comes up for you when you think about putting yourself out there, putting your program out there? For some people, just like me, you're the personal brand. It's your face on the company. And so it's kind of, it's, there's two different things here that we're dealing with. You're not just selling the service. You're also essentially selling yourself. There's a lot that comes up for people around that. Maybe you don't currently know what sort of sales process you need to put in place. Maybe you don't know what software to use. Maybe you don't know how to have a sales conversation or what goes on a sales page. 
This is all the stuff that we do at I Heart My Life. Now, I'm really hammering this home because I don't want you to make the mistake of, you know, four years down the line wishing that you had gotten help sooner. Because I see this every single day. I hear from people who are literally in the same place that they were in four years ago, five years ago, six years ago. Do not let that be the case for you. So essentially what we're putting in place here is what we call it, I Heart My Life, our cash method. Create your scalable program. You're creating that thing that you're selling. You're attracting your ideal client. That's the A. You're going to sell your service and then you're going to hit your milestone, which is the amount of money that you want to bring in. If any of those things, create your scalable program, attract your ideal client, sell your service, hit your milestone. If any of those things are question marks for you, that's when you get support. Okay. So right now we've gone through the initial steps to really uh, moving forward with your own business. The first step, as I mentioned, it consists of, consists of three parts. So who, who is that ideal client? How do you help them? And what are the results that you're going to help them create? Okay. What is the outcome of them purchasing your product or your program? Then I want you to look at the business logistics. So are you funding this yourself? Do you know how to do this or do you need support? Then look at launching the brand. So what is the name of the company? What is the brand that you're putting out there? What is the brand all about? You can even think about the mission statements and the values of the brand. How do you want to launch? What On what website platform? Are you going to create the website yourself? Are you going to do the design? How are you going to attract ideal clients? So what is your method of marketing? And then what about your sales process? How are you going to get people in the door and sell this thing? And then, of course, along those lines, you want to think about delivery. So how long is it going to take for you to actually deliver these products? How long is it going to take for you to deliver this service? How many people can you work with at any one time? You know, this might be the plan that you create for the first quarter of your company. But then what's next after that? Okay, so I'm not saying all these things to scare you. I hope that that's not what is happening. I want you to listen to this episode again if you are brand new and just start with those first three questions, the who, the how, and the what, and get your wheels turning. And above all else, do not allow yourself to go into overwhelm. Know that if you have the desire for your own online business, that means you are capable. But that does not mean that you need to know everything yourself. You are not born a successful entrepreneur, okay? So there are people out there who will help you. But your job is to keep yourself in this positive frame of mind, knowing that you can do it, knowing that we as humans went to the moon, and so it's possible for you to, not to go to the moon, but to create your business, of course. It's possible for you to do this work, okay? So keep possibility in the front of your mind. Keep the faith. Keep um, keep the, the dream more than anything else in the front of your mind because that's the thing that's going to get you through all of the challenges, all of the question marks, all those moments where you feel like you can't do this or you want to quit, okay? Just remember those people that you are going to be serving and those people who really need what it is that you have to offer and just know that you've totally, totally, totally got this. We believe in you. I hope you love today's episode. I know it's a juicy one. I know it's a lot to take in, especially if you are brand new to entrepreneurship. And that's why I want to invite you to book a call with my team. Go to iheartmylifebooking.com. That way you can hop on the phone with one of our team members and they will support you in getting clear on your next steps. They'll also tell you how we can help you in our company. We have a lot of different offerings. We have many different programs and courses designed to support women all across the board in terms of entrepreneurship and success. So even if you're just starting, 
That's totally fine. We have something that will be the perfect fit for you. And my team can tell you more when you book your strategy call with them. So go to iHeartMyLifeBooking.com and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the I Heart My Life show. For more inspiration, success tips, and ways to achieve your life and business goals, definitely follow me on Facebook and Instagram on I Heart My Life Now. See you next time.